0: It's the Michelle the Trainer Show, with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer.
1: With our very special guest star, Jason Fitzpatrick, from the movie Mile, Mile and a Half. He's the DP, co-director, co-producer, and when you see the movie, he's also the leading actor... (laughs) Not really an actor, but he's leading the hike for the 211 miles of the John Muir Trail. Welcome to Michelle the Trainer Show's episode 10. Hi, this is
0: Dawn Casey Rowe, author of the children's book, Tiny T-Rex Tries to Annoy Mom, and we're listening to the Michelle the Trainer Show.
1: Good morning. Aloha. Welcome to the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today, we are speaking with Jason Fitzpatrick. He is the producer, co-director, DP, of the movie mile mile and a half that you can find on the muir project website it's mile m-i-l-e like walking another mile jason tell us how tell us about yourself the movie and how did this title come about
0: uh hi thank you yeah um well funny enough i think the, the 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 title came about as almost kind of a little teasing of me because I was apparently somewhat optimistic about how much further we had to hike every day, so so Jen, um, <laughs> uh, Jen and Kelly, who Kelly is one of the, a great couple we had met on the trail, um, started making fun of me and like how much further is it? Oh, about a mile, mile and a half. It's just kind of teasing me, but that, that's kind of what it is. And I think it, you know, it, it even kind of transcends hiking a little bit. You'll you know you'll see it like you know kids asking you know how much further is it you know that's oh, about a mama on a are we
1: there so yet are we there yet right yeah,
0: exactly so so that's kind of that's where the where the title came from it's like
1: hiking football time i get yeah it was kind of
0: <laughs> a trail and it started off as just like a joke title like a working title but we never came up with anything funnier or better so uh, you know I, I i like it it's kind of interesting i think you know sometimes you can you know, titling things is such a difficult thing how do you sum up a a film or an entire documentary an entire th- you know you know, thing in just a couple words, really.
1: Okay. So, so this thing is the ginormous yeah. John Muir trail. Yeah. And you took a team of yeah. people, including Jen and her husband who left, who left right. a, a, a yeah. baby oh. at home. So there's interaction there. Um, so you, you guys this. went and you brought your cameras and you filmed this, this, this adventure of hiking the John Muir trail, which is how long?
0: Uh, it's 219 miles officially, but that leaves, that gets you up to you basically depending on what, there's two ways you can go northbound or southbound. Um, it's it either starts or ends on the summit of Mount Whitney. So you either need to, it's actually a few more miles cause you need to either get to the summit of Mount Whitney or you need to get back down, uh, from the summit of Mount Whitney, which is what we had to do. Cause I did, starting in Yosemite Valley, which is where it starts. And then it ends in, um, uh, Mount Whitney, which is down in, uh, Sequoia National Park.
1: And then the movie came out in 2013. When did you guys yep. actually do the adventure?
0: Uh, we hiked it in, in 2011. So July and August of 20, 2011, which was the, uh, the snowiest year in the last 30 years. And I, I I don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling there was more snow in 2011 than there has been since, which is obviously unfortunate with the drought and everything. But, but
1: you so. owned it. I saw you leading the pack in those photos with the shadows and the. I mean, it's just amazing with all this stuff yeah. on your back and. Um, Oh, the the scenery is epic. And I think one of my favorite things about the film is it's not just like you're watching somebody walk across a a thing. It's the the cinematography, the still photos um, are epic, and then the illustrations, and you sort of brought it all together with the story of the adventure, the history of the trail, the quotes of John Muir, and it all visually comes together I actually take it with me uh when i travel just in case i run across a better television set than i have at <laughs> home so i can watch it on a uh, on an epic bigger screen
0: yeah no it's, i mean it was an amazing experience and and you know the response and everything the the, the positivity and everything we've, that's happened since this has been really really great it's been uh been a really wonderful experience all around uh the trail and and the film after i mean obviously it was a lot of work and you know but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great. So
1: the inspiration uh, to start this, what was your original?
0: Well, funny enough, it was, it was, um, it was actually, uh, I had an idea years earlier. I got my first HD television um, kind of early on, and it was like there really wasn't any HD at the time. So it was like you had, like, two or three channels that actually even had high-definition television, and they just kept rerunning, like, <laughs> the same six or seven nature shows over and over again. So my thought was like, well, you know, I, I think I had hiked a stretch of it called the Ray Lakes Loop shortly thereafter, the John Muir Trail. And it just kind of clicked in my head like, oh, this would be an amazing thing to do a documentary on, you know. Um, and then, uh, but that was probably about, you know, seven, eight, nine years before we actually did the trail, by which time, you know, H- everything was in HD anyway. So it was kind of like a that had long passed. And we weren't even sure. We were gonna do, you know, we didn't honestly think we were even gonna make a feature documentary at that time. We were talking about, you know, maybe a short scenic thing that we just put up on Vimeo. You know, it's kind of more just like, hey, let's bring our cameras and see what we find. There was there was some talk of like an art exhibit, something like that. So, so that's kind of what happened. And then it wasn't until we got back that we kind of started like going through all of our footage. And uh, funny enough, I mean, I, we never intended on being in it at all. I mean, that was a, you know. Um, but, you know, I mean, I just you're out there having fun. And, and you know, we, we uh, gave the camera to Duran, who, who just started goofing off with it. Because Rick and I had all this responsibility to get all the pretty shots. We just gave it to Duran, and he just started, you know, kind of goofing around with it. But that was a lot of the fun stuff. No, it
1: was really fun. fun. And you even say that. And, you know, you said whoever you are off, off yeah. the trail is who you're going to be oh, on yeah. the trail.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I think some people are very serious out there or, or whatever. That's fine. I think everyone has their own thing, you know, but but, you know, I mean, we, you also take your relationships that you have, you know, outside there and, and like, you know, me and Rick and Duran, like even before, the ceaselessly tease each other you know, nonstop and whatever. So that's just, that's our relationship. We all joke around. We all like to have fun and, you know, I mean, it's, you know, you know, we obviously are in the nature thing and everything also too, but, you know, I, uh, the humor is a big part of it as well and I think you know, you're spending that much time with people, you're spending that much difficult time with people. I mean, you know, the strenuous, the the physical, the tiredness, the the whatever. You know, you wanna do it with people that can do that and then, you know, know, go up with you at the top of a pass, feel like you're gonna throw up and then tell you a joke when you get up there, you know? That's, that's, that's what, the what people it's people all about, problem. right? You know? Yeah, and
1: so you had major attention from like Osprey, REI, A16, yeah. Camelback, yeah. Pacific Crest Trail, all yeah. of these people. How did that come about? Did that come about before, after,
0: during? Well, after really, because I mean, you know, we sort of like just, hey, let's go do the trail, you know. <laughs> you know. I mean, I think we talked about sponsor stuff, but I mean, we didn't really, the amount of work it takes and the effort it takes you know, it didn't It didn't really, um, you know, we didn't really do it. I think we might have sent a couple emails, but we didn't do the real sort of legwork that you need to do. Um, I think most of it came about because right after we got back, um, Rick cut a short piece to one of the Opus Orange songs. Uh, uh, Paul Bessenbacher and, and Bernard Chadwick, did all our music for it, you know, our part of the band. And, and he cut a piece to their music, which you can still see, see out there, called uh, Almost There. And, and that actually kind of it got out and, and that's
1: on got, your website the gutter yeah. poet productions g-u-t-t-e-r p-o-e-t yes. productions.com yeah. right
0: yeah um, i don't know if i put it on there but it is on the Muir project site if you go to our vimeo or youtube it's there but but that actually got a pretty pretty big you know audience really fast you know i, I don't know that it went crazy viral i guess would be the term but you know, a lot of people saw it and that kind of brought in a lot of attention and I think that was sort of our um, our introduction to to people like REI and you know, and I think a lot of people say they want to go out and do this kind of thing and do the film and do whatever. But so I think these companies probably get hit up quite a bit, but it isn't until, you know
1: You've actually done they it.
0: actually have something to show for it that, that they really will are willing to come to the table, you know. So Yeah.
1: And the film's website is the Muir Project named for John yeah. Muir. That's the T H E. M-U-I-R-P-R-O-J-E-C-T, just so yep. you know. And then the movie's on there, Mile mile and a Half. So yep. what about the American Hiking Society? When did they come on board, and what's up with them?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we, we were looking for just, you know, one thing we, that's really important to us with the Muir Project, you know, we all have our careers, we, you know, we sort of make our living sort of outside of it. So most of this stuff is very very much at like Passion Projects. Um, and one thing that was really important to us is that we sort of, uh, we give a lot back, you know, or we, we you know, we give back to organizations that are, that we, you know, PCTA would be a good example, American Hiking Society.
1: Pacific Crest uh, Trail, yes.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, like uh, the, the National Park Foundation, you know, I mean, a whole bunch, I mean, there's a pretty long Yeah,
1: American list. Hiking Society is AHS.
0: Sure. I mean, we've done, done, we've done like fundraising screenings for a lot of different people, big and small and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, again, it's, it's more just about being positive and, and, you know. It's sort of like a passion project. So part of that passion is, is kind of giving back and, and, and helping out, you know, you know, and, and we've, you know, really formed great relationships with a lot of those organizations. And, you know, it, it helps everyone, I think. I think they're beneficial for everyone, you know. So, yeah. It's been- yeah. So what do
1: you find just for, you know, people who are listening, maybe they're stuck and, you know, they're listening to the podcast or on their way to work. They're going to yeah. go. I mean, you know, we know how I know how it is. If we work in a cube. You, you go yeah. in a dark, you leave work. It's dark. Yeah, I mean, uh, there. You know, you can watch films like this to get inspired, but sometimes yeah. it seems like a little overwhelming to actually like put together, especially something as epic as a two hundred mile uh, hiking sure. uh, hiking project. But you know, there are opportunities to get outside a little bit more. You know, just oh, yeah. so we were talking before about car camping and. Yeah. Um,
0: well, just anything, really. I mean, it doesn't even have to be camping or, or, you know, getting out for a hike. I mean, even, like, there's a lot of great urban parks. You know what I mean? I mean, Griffith Park here in Los Angeles is fantastic. It's huge. I mean, there's all kinds of trails. It's you can get huge. Out on a trail it's and bigger see, than we think
1: it is. It really yeah, and not is.
0: See, not even see a, uh, you know, see a road or see a car, you know. I mean, and, and, you know, let alone if you want to go up Angeles Crest or go out to the, the hills. You know, the Santa Monica Mountains are beautiful. I mean, there's a whole giant you know, preserve, uh, national, uh, to, uh, the national preserve out there for the Santa Monica mountains. It's great. It's huge. And there's all kinds of great hikes and stuff you can do out there. And, you know, most cities have that kind of stuff out there, you know, I mean, obviously it's a little flatter in some parts of the country, but you know, there's, there's still great stuff you can do, get out on your bike. And, and, you know, I mean, again, we're not, I don't think we, we encourage people to go out and, and make a documentary or do a film unless that's their passion. Uh, Because it is a lot of work and, and, you know, there's expenses involved and you need equipment and you need know-how and you need all that. I mean, if that's what you do and that's your passion, great, go out and do it. We're more about just getting people to go outside and, you know, like you said, you know, break out of the the cubicle, you know, and and go outside and go for a bike ride. Go for a walk.
1: Go to the beach. Go to the beach for a second. I mean, there's very few places we can have a campfire, right, especially in California and Los Angeles. But um, some of the beaches, I think, are zoned to have – there's something just very – I don't want to say Zen, but I'll say Zen, you know, just about chilling, you know, and being outside and getting bit by a couple of, it's a good thing, you know, get oh, a mosquito sure. bite, knock yourself out. You know, it's, it's, it's okay.
0: Well, um, we're so much more glued to all of our screens and our, including me. And I, I mean, me, and we're all as guilty as, of this as anyone, I, I think. So there is a certain amount of medicine and, and detaching yourself from your, 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 you know, your smartphone and your, uh, your, your laptop and your, excuse me, your tablet and everything. And just, just going outside and, you know, even just a local park. Walk around your local park a couple of times, sit under a tree for an hour, you know, with a sandwich and just kind of relax and you know.
1: Trees are amazingly large plants, you know. They I mean when you really start looking at They're trees, wonderful. it's like that is a really big plant. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's a whole um it's a whole awakening. I talked about this on I have my little website, Liquid Hike. Um, yeah. and you know, when you start to see a bee when you first see a beehive in nature, and then all of a sudden you can start to see and hear them everywhere. It's like your awareness sure in heightens to once you see your first owl then you're you're almost guaranteed to be able to see more
0: no for sure it's great i uh i, I bees like to sting me I, I get hit a couple times a year <laughs> on why I, I do a lot of cycling and, and for some maybe i think because of i'm 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 you know six three and i'm pretty broad and not small my i, I they, they aren't able to steer around me, so they seem to like to sting me. I usually get hit sometimes as many times as three three times a year. We'll wow, say. really? A, yeah, That's I don't know terrible. what it is. He's like me, I guess. Or they, they don't like me. That's why they, they like to sting me. Well, they're, um, they're happy. Really they're I'm they're not allergic. <laughs> But, so speaking
1: uh, of the campfire you were saying a few weeks ago that there was a campfire project you were working on yeah
0: well I was really fortunate enough to be invited up up to Yosemite Valley for for a campfire discussion on uh, diversity and inclusion in the national parks and public lands um, uh, with a whole bunch of different organizations from the National Park uh, National Park uh, Service to you know the Sierra Club a whole bunch of other great you know Cal- California parks you um, you know, Bureau of Land Management, the National Forest, I mean, really representatives from all kinds of everything from from nonprofits to uh, to land management agencies uh, were there, you know, just to try to talk about, you know, encouraging, you know, minorities, not only to, for, to you know, get more, more of them to understand that this, these are their places as well, and they should, it's great places division, they should take advantage of it, but also like trying to get them more involved in, you know, finding careers and trying to, you know, just improve diversity and, and, you know, in the entire space of, of, you know, the national parks and forests and and land management, all of our public lands. Um, You know, it was a really wonderful experience. And and I I shot, while I was there, I shot a bunch of interviews um, and I have a little, little piece I'm working on now, um, you know, that will be out here in the coming weeks. So
1: that's great.
0: The link will appear magically on your podcast, I, I suppose. It
1: will, <laughs> it somehow, somehow it will somehow work in, out.
0: The future, in the future from when we were, were recording this, it will appear and, and people will be able to find it. But it will, uh,
1: it will, well, we're gonna have you back on this show for sure. Yeah, no. right? I I just know that. Yeah. Um, so the national trails thing, how is and then the, what is that about?
0: Yeah. Um, well, again, American Hiking Society is, is one of like, our partners. They're, they're they're a fiscal sponsor for us. So we have a really great working relationship with them. They're really a wonderful organization. That, that they're advocates for trails, and they do lobbying and everything to help preserve trails and maintenance. They, they really do a lot of amazing work. And there is
1: nothing more awesome than an awesome... You know, it does take work to maintain a trail to make sure that yeah. there's no trash, no invasive plants... Um, that there's room to walk they protect things against you know maybe some trails are meant for for walking not bicycling or not horses and some are meant for bicycling and horses but people take a lot of work once you really get out there to see and some you know some trails you can drive up like in you know uh, I'm trying to think like Leo Carrillo has you know some of these places have national campgrounds or or uh, state of California campgrounds and you know some so don't think that to go outside you have to you know, put on a thousand pound pack and, and oh. tie up your boots and get on a horse and go like uh, like we're in a spaghetti western. I mean sometimes you can park your car, you have a beautiful bathroom, and you can walk on a beautifully manicured trail until you don't feel like walking anymore. Turn around and walk back to your car, use your bathroom and go back to work or do whatever you do. It does not have to be a uh, you know, a seven week thing. We're not we don't have to go hike the himalayas to go outside for a minute
0: no for sure and 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 you know i i don't know every city per se but i think most there's some kind of woodsy area around most big cities or or small towns in this country you know or just open spaces or lakes or whatever so yeah i mean you don't have to to do the wilderness thing to to really you don't have to hike that far in to really you know melt the technology in the city and the urban life or, or the city life you know behind you it's, it's it's a great it's a great way to just get out and
1: yeah it's nice to feel worlds away and still yeah. not be that far and exactly. it's, it's totally feasible
0: yeah it's very attainable it's not as hard or difficult as people think and, and again it's not going to be for everyone but i think most people should at least give it a try and see if it is for them you know if they haven't already
1: yeah so the national trails project was was part of ahs american yeah, hiking society
0: national, national trails day uh, it's the first Saturday um, of June. I
1: missed it. Okay.
0: I know. Even that's. <laughs> I terrible. did. I totally did. <laughs> um, but they do events all across the country, um, and I produced four short um, pieces. They have ambassadors, um, so they had four four wonderful, amazing women who were their sort of uh, ambassadors across the country um, this year. And I I, helped, I produced and I shot two of them and produced. had some other people help me shoot a couple and one in Colorado and one one back east as well uh on on the ambassadors and those spaces and and we uh yeah i produced four little short profile pieces on them to help try to encourage people to get out and you know join in on on national trails day um, and what
1: what area were the other were the other coast
0: uh colorado uh, oh. yeah colorado and then um i want to say north carolina i think it was north carolina i think uh but but they're uh yeah, I think it was somewhere on the sort of the southeast south of DC area over there, uh-huh. uh, East Coast. Um, I had Chris Galloway help me with that. He's a, he made a great documentary on hiking, also, um, uh, on, on hiking the Appalachian Trail, which is really wonderful. Um, and uh, a really nice guy named Wesley Trimble helped shoot the one in Colorado for me, and he did a really a really wonderful job on. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it was uh, it was really uh, it was a lot of fun to do, and uh, you know, I think the event. You know, it's a pretty big event. They get lots of people out. It's it's pretty cool to be a part of it.
1: That's awesome. Yep. All right, so we can find Jason and his films. So check out Mile, Mile and a Half. Please check it out. Check it out on Netflix. Go to the Project.com website. That's M-U-I-R for John Muir. Hey, Jason, you want to tell us a little something about John Muir for maybe those who don't know?
0: Sure, sure. Well, um, john muir basically i mean if, if you live in california find a cal find a quarter or you don't live in california you find a california quarter he's actually on the back of the california quarter and, and he's one of the uh founders of the sierra club i mean he really kind of um kick-started the whole conservation movement um and he uh uh you know there's a famous he had a, they actually was kind of neat our the campfire we had in City a couple weeks ago was on the uh The anniversary uh, May 17th of uh, the day that uh, um, he met uh, Teddy Roosevelt and they spent a bunch of time together in the backcountry of Yosemite and sort of ironed out the the future of sort of conservation in in the United States so he he was a big part of getting a lot of spaces you know preserved and and for conservation and again as a founder of the sierra club he did he did a lot in that regard um he's really it's very hard to touch on i mean he's such an amazing guy who did so many amazing things i mean yeah
1: he's a huge research yeah, uh, inspirational just, research would, project unto himself
0: yeah, i would say like if i were you i would just you know there's, there's a great there's there's so much you can find out about him. There there's actually a great uh, pbs did a great thing american masters on him about a year or two ago which is wonderful um there's a great biography, I, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, that I just uh, recently did the audiobook on, on a couple of long road trips, and it was really kind of the perfect thing.
1: And that's uh, the other amazing yeah. thing about Mile, Mile and a Half, is that when you're in Los Angeles in the grind, or in San Francisco in the grind, and you look at this film, it's kind of, it's like, wow, this is California? Yeah. This is actually California? Because it is, again, just epic scenery and it's like not really that far from where everybody no. is it's it's right there it's attainable it's accessible you don't have to hike the whole thing to drive to it yeah you know and go check well, out parts of it
0: just um, I mean, california in and of itself I mean, just pimp the state a little bit i mean this is an amazing place i mean what you have in just this state not even the united states i mean you have the oldest uh living thing on earth the tallest living thing on earth and the largest living thing on earth all in california on the entire planet I mean, you have the bristlecone pine, which is the oldest, the, the largest, the sequoias, and then the tallest, the coastal redwoods. All of those are here just in one state, I mean, which is a pretty amazing thing. You have both the lowest and the highest point in the contiguous United States with Death Valley, and then you have Mount Whitney. Um, I mean, gosh, just look at all the beautiful places at the coastline, like Big Sur, I mean, north of there, the north coast. I mean, Joshua Tree, I mean, beautiful desert, Death Valley, I mean you know lake tahoe i mean there's just so many jason ones. had
1: a cute big sir story he was telling me because i'm a yeah. big big Sur marathon fan and my marathon messed up his uh his meeting yeah. tell well, us what happened
0: <laughs> no, was, uh i was the, uh, the last one that i was shooting um of the, uh, the american hiking society pieces i was driving down to shoot Kara jones whitley who wrote uh, a really lovely book on climbing up uh, kilimanjaro And uh, we were supposed to meet up, I forget what time. And uh, I'm sort of a punctual person. I get kind of nervy if I'm not on time. And I hit Carmel, and all of a sudden there was the marathon, which Michelle was running in. I didn't know her at the time, obviously, was there. And Highway One was closed. So I was trapped in Carmel. You know, there's worse places to be trapped in, although I was trapped in like a dirt lot yeah the out. pacific
1: coast highway road yeah. of off highway one and they they close it for the big sur marathon it's yeah. a very special time a very special event they call it the edge of the world because it, and it is it is sometimes so much of the edge of the world that pacific coast highway accidentally sometimes falls into the yes, ocean yes. there that's how yeah. edgy it is but um yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just that's an epic uh, if people haven't been to big sur carmel uh, monterey that area of the central coast of California, again, easily accessible by car, just get in your car and pull over at a rest spot and look out and go, wow, I can't believe I've never seen this.
0: Well, I mean, the drive itself is like one of the most spectacular. It's like, you know, I mean, obviously, I push a lot of hiking and cycling and that kind of stuff. But that drive is one of the just most amazing things you can do. I mean, it's so gorgeous. I mean, I mean, and, and I've actually done it on a bicycle a couple of times now, and, and that's that's a great way to do it, too. It can get a little hairy.
1: Yeah, that's a I dangerous. Would
0: say <laughs> we, we've been doing it in like winter. We we did it in January and, and it was nice because there wasn't a lot of traffic and we got lucky with the weather. It was it was perfect. It was like in the mid 60s and we barely saw any cars because it didn't is a them.
1: cooler area. So that does. have quite a bit
0: but it's uh it's it's so fantastic and you know even like point reyes north of north of the bay area north of san francisco is great and the lost coast way up there way up north and humboldt county and all that and redwood national park you know that that, there's just so many uh there's so much to do and see in the state that you know and
1: i'm guilty there's parts of it i haven't seen as well so i'm well it's huge
0: there's parts of it i haven't seen and i you know i spend crazy (laughs) amounts of time exploring it i mean it's i think you could spend a lifetime and not see everything here i mean there's There's also some very remote stuff like up in like Modoc County in the Northeastern part of the state. You know, I haven't been up there. So it's, it's, uh, you know, Mount Shasta, even again in the North, I've I've been there, but that's, that's a fantastic, uh, beautiful area of of, of the state as well. So, you know, and and even just outside the state, you have Zion and the Grand Canyon are really much closer than you think. I mean, Zion's I think a six hour or six and a half hour drive and, and the Grand Canyon. And I
1: haven't seen either one. You know? Again we start working and we start working,
0: right? And yeah. it gets a little All but these are, um these are attainable long weekend trips, you know. Uh, so it's like you should, you know, you know, take advantage of your time and take advantage of your location and everything that we have here, you know. We gotta
1: people- plan it and you as listeners, if anybody has any other ideas, we wanna hear them of any other beautiful gems that we have missed. Yeah. So remember, so we're going to find Jason at the Muir project again for John Muir, m u i r project.com. The film is called Mile, Mile and a Half because that is what people say to you when you when you're hoping the hike is done. How yeah. much further do we have? And then Jason looks back and says, "Oh, mile, mile and a half." And so it's one of those football time uh half truths that that Yes. Took us- keep us going and then we're going to talk to jason again because we've got super secret announcements in his future more projects for the ahs uh different things that he's shot now that will come to fruition and we'll get to talk about more of those so thank you so much jason fitzpatrick for your time
0: thank you it was a lot of fun
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely man i'll talk to you soon
0: and thanks for keeping my mom in shape Okay, but find us at M I C H E L E the Trainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M-I-C-H-E-L-E trainer on Twitter.